Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all of the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when you use code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Feel the sweat like never before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. Baseball fans, you may have missed out on season-long fantasy, so now is the time to get in on all the Daily Fantasy action, where DraftKings has even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players, so what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Only at DraftKings. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bolts broadcast. My name is Mike Mitchelson, Chase Crawshaw with me today. Chase, how you feeling on this lovely 80 degree Sunday afternoon? Yeah, I'm hanging in. I'm kind of tired for every reason. I slept pretty decently last night. I don't know why I feel tired, but I do. So regardless, you know, we're, we're here, we're recording. Uh, it's always good to record. But yeah, how about you? I'm doing pretty good. And uh, Chase, I, I have to guess that even though you said you, you feel like you slept pretty well, you probably didn't. You were probably scared of all those conspiracy videos we were watching last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that definitely got to me. I was checking every inch of my room to see if I could find any cameras in around. I don't, I don't want people seeing what I do in my room. and be They'd be a little horrified. <laughs> I know. I'd be horrified. But, uh, yeah, Chase and I hung out last night. And um, it was just us two, which was unfortunate because anytime I have to be alone with Chase, it's always kind of a weird type of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He yeah. always, like, hits on me and stuff. It's weird, but... We were hoping for other people to come around. That wasn't the case, so we just sat around, drank some claws, drank some whiskey, and watched conspiracy theories. Watched, uh, or I mean, talked about the draft, the NFL draft, and yeah, it was a it was a decent time. And now today we got to talk again because we got to do this recording for Bolts broadcast. So uh, if last night wasn't enough, well, it sure is now. But Chase on tap for today's Bolts broadcast. Going to be talking about some Tampa roster movement. Going to be doing a game review, game preview. After the commercial break, we're looking at a couple different things. we got a retirement to announce, uh, someone getting placed on leave for uh, some pretty serious issues. Uh, Seattle, they're officially a team now. And then we will also look at the current playoff picture. But Chase will hop in first to those Tampa roster moves. Tampa has signed prospect Hugo Onnefeldt. But there are some issues going forward in this goalie room. Yeah, so starting with, with Hugo getting a contract, uh, you know, you know, good for him. Someone that we've talked about a couple times before on the show. He's a good prospect. Someone who could be an NHL goalie, you know, sometime down the road. Is he there yet? No. I imagine he's going to take probably at least two seasons in Syracuse to kind of just continue development. And then, you know, maybe he can be a guy for us going forward. 
But those issues you kind of talked about. So other than Vasilevsky and now Alnafelt, there's nobody signed uh, like through the rest of the season or like through next season, I should say. Excuse me. So we got the expansion draft coming up. You know, you just, we mentioned that Seattle's officially an NHL team. We'll talk a little more about that later, too. But, you know, with, with the expansion draft coming up, you need to expose one goalie. And I mean, it sure as hell ain't going to be Vasilevsky. So I, I don't know if they're going to, um, you know, Maybe Spencer Martin, he's a guy who's, you know, he's kind of up and down from taxi squad in the American League. Um, maybe he gets a qualifying offer. Maybe he gets a contract and he's exposed. Maybe they take the chance and sign McLean and expose him and then ride him as backup again, which I don't think they want to do, kind of from what it sounds like so far. So we're going to kind of have to wait and see. Um, I imagine there's going to be something happening pretty soon. Maybe if they can't get done during the season, maybe they make some sort of offseason trade, but there definitely will be another goalie added at some point. Yeah, and it's going to be really interesting because with all the cap space, I mean, we've already had to maneuver the cap so many times. Breezeball has done an amazing job. It's just going to be another time where he has to do it because we have to expose a goalie. So it's going to be very interesting to see how all that works. Um, will other players be getting moved on and stuff just to be able to do this? Um, maybe some minor leaguers? I don't know. But it's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on. Oh, yeah. All right, and then we talk about Tampa Bay recalling Ben Thomas and Spencer Martin. Uh, they're going to the taxi squad. Yeah, so kind of with the Spencer Martin thing, as I mentioned, um, you know, I really want to talk about this. He might find himself playing some games here going forward because if I think he only needs a couple games and he's eligible to be um, like exposed. So he he might you know play a couple games here to finish out the season just so they can make meet that exposure requirement. We're already in the playoffs; doesn't really matter. So. Don't be surprised if you see him getting some action or at least backing up going forward. Um, and then Ben Thomas, he's been kind of up and down the taxi squad all year, um, you know, l- looking for him to get a real opportunity. He's a decent defenseman, um, nothing too special, but who knows, maybe if he gets a shot, he could do something. But I, I imagine that these two guys are going to kind of be around for uh, the, you know, the playoff push. I imagine they're going to be some of the black aces, but I guess we'll officially see see here in about a week or so. Yeah, and very exciting for them if that is the case because if Tampa goes on another deep run like they did last year, their names are going to be etched right on that Stanley Cup. Going to be very cool to see. But, uh, Chase, for a game review, uh, we've got three games to review. When was the last time we've had that many games to look at? So, first, on the 27th of April, on Tuesday, we had a game against the Chicago Blackhawks. This one went pretty well for us, especially our offense, as we take it 7-4. to four. Yeah, it was kind of a funky game, to be honest. Uh, anytime you see 7-4, to four, 11 total goals in a game, you know, that's a lot. Uh, you know, Alex Barboulet, a guy we talked about, he got a second career goal, so good on him. He's been playing really well, getting that top line minutes. Uh, but it was a game where it was just, it was really all offense. I mean, there's a total of 70 shots on net. Uh, it, it was a lot, a lot of kind of offensive dominance whenever a team did get into the other zone. And, you know, it's a fun game to watch if you're someone who, who likes offense. You know, I like a more complete game, so I like seeing a good combination of offense-defense. But regardless, you know, still entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. And we gave up seven power plays to the Blackhawks. That's super tough. You don't want to see that going forward. However, the big positive on this game, we did clinch a playoff berth with this win. So we've talked about it a couple of times in the last couple of weeks that, you know, it's basically like we're in the playoffs, but we haven't clinched yet. Well, now we're officially clinched, so we will be trying to rerun the table as uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning do try to go back-to-back the last time that happened, obviously, a couple years back when the Penguins did it in 16 and 17. So we'll have to, obviously, keep an eye on 
that development because other than the Penguins, there has never been a team to go back-to-back in the salary cap era. So that could be, uh, like, earth-shattering news, obviously. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, it would be awesome for Tampa to kind of be the newest team to claim that role. Uh, it, it's a hell of a roster to do it. You, you know, you can't forget that Kutrov's just going to be implanted back into this team. So it, it's going to be a fun team come playoff time. Yeah, absolutely. And then hopefully Stammer is up and ready to go as well. But Chase, will move on to our game on Thursday, April 29th against the Dallas Stars. Uh, this went well again as we get on a four-game win streak here after this win. Yeah, so this game and the next game that we're going to talk about are a little different than the Chicago game. You know, Chicago game was a ton of offense, 70 total shots, uh, you know, where this game and the next game, the offense wasn't as much. A 3 nothing total win, a total of 48 shots, you know, not not too offensive a game. It kind of, you know, it was kind of a game where we played to what Dallas is going to do. You know, Dallas doesn't have all their skill players, you know, like in the lineup or necessarily operating at their highest level. They've been kind of an underwhelming team this year. So it was, it was kind of just this type of game where, Tampa, they're not necessarily playing their, you know, their high flash skill type game. They're playing more to Dallas's level, you know, which is going to happen at times. Um, you don't want that to, you know, to be a trend, but it is going to happen at times. Chase, you're usually the fun fact of the day type of guy, but I'm going to steal your thunder this time. As fun fact for this Dallas game, there was only one assist. And it was by Andre Vasilevsky, the goaltender. No assist from forwards or defensemen. So uh, that's that's very intriguing. That's that's something that doesn't ever happen. Yeah, it, it's definitely fun. Seeing goalies get any sort of points is definitely cool. And to be the only assist of the game in a three-goal game, it, it's, it's pretty funky. We now move into May. Uh, kind of crazy that we're already in May. It's May 2nd right now for us. Uh, May 3rd if you're re- listening on release. So uh, this year's going by pretty quickly. But we get into May. May 1st on Saturday. We verse the Detroit Red Wings and we lose our win streak. Yep. You know, as, as I mentioned, another low offense game. By low offense, I mean no offense as it was one to nothing in the shootout. Total 48 shots again. But this time, Detroit only got 15, where Dallas had 20 in the last game. It, it it just, for whatever reason, this Red Wings team has given us a lot of trouble this year. I, I don't know why. You know, it's not like they're a talented roster. It's uh, The series is 4-3 to three with the Red Wings, and we got another game coming up today. So we'll see if the Red Wings make the series even or if we end up winning it total. But for whatever damn reason, the Detroit Red Wings have just been kind of, kind of tough against us. And it's really thanks to their goaltending, because Thomas Grice and John Bernier, they, they've been the only reason that this Red Wings team are not dead last in the league. Yeah, Bernie has been fantastic. And Chase, I do want to ask, do you think Tampa is playing to their competition when they go against Detroit? Because this Detroit team is nowhere near the level that Tampa is. Or do you think it's just the goaltenders just stepping up even more when they're playing Tampa? I don't... I think Tampa can definitely play better when they're playing Detroit, for example. Like, when we watch them play... It doesn't like Detroit doesn't always look very good, but at the same time, you know, Grice played in this game and he got a shutout and I'm pretty sure it's back-to-back shutouts for him just in general in games. Um, so, you know, he's been playing well and him and Bernier, every time we've watched them play the wings, it seems like they've really stepped up. Um, so I, I think it's, it's a lot more on the goalie stepping up, but it's also a combination of us kind of not playing to where we need to be. Hopefully we take this game against Detroit here on Sunday and then we've got only four more games left. Two series against or two games against Dallas and then two games against Florida. Let's talk about this Dallas series. We're going to hit on Florida on Thursday's episode. Uh, This is a team that we 
are having a, a good series against overall during the season. Uh, Dallas hasn't really been the team that we saw in the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, they have stepped up a little bit recently, but we've had their number. Yeah, we're 5-1 against them on the year. Uh, not too bad. So if we can pull out two more wins, get some momentum going for the playoffs, then that'd be fantastic. You know, I, I fully expect like to, to kind of see a little bit of rotation, like, I don't know what the right word is. All right, depth guys, that's the word I'm looking for. I, I, I see like you know a little more rotation of depth guys going in. Um, don't don't expect to see like Braden Point, Victor Hedman, the, these guys you know logging big minutes. You just keep looking for these bottom of the roster guys. Maybe even some guys that normally don't get in the lineup, kind of getting some more ice time just to keep guys fresh going for the playoffs. Chase, we talked about it. Um, I don't know three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, we talked. Should we start getting nervous about this Tampa team? Because they really haven't uh, been too hot. You know, it was a win here and then a loss and then a win and a loss. And we just couldn't really get a streak going. Well, I think we can be a little bit more confident now coming off of a four game win streak that just ended, unfortunately, last night. Uh, But we do have six wins in our last uh, nine games. So we're doing better. And hopefully with a win tonight against Detroit and then a couple wins here in the next four games, uh, this team can can start to get a little bit of a roll. And I mean, you look at the Stanley Cup um, finals with St. Louis a couple years back. They were a terrible team up until about January, February, and they started getting on that roll. So hopefully we can catch momentum here in our last couple of games, and that will just propel us to a to a two-peat. Yeah, it feels like Tampa's kind of holding back in, in these last few games. So I, I kind of expect once playoffs hit, it's going to be a different type of team, and we're really going to see a well-oiled machine going. Absolutely. Well, Chase, we're going to go to a quick commercial break after the commercial break. Going to be talking about a bunch of things. Seattle talking about player retirement, player on leave, the playoff picture, a lot of good stuff coming. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? It's Jaren from the Hockey Podcast Network's newest show, the Windy City Benners Podcast. My co-host Tanner and I bring our unique takes on Blackhawks hockey. Us on this show have been a, a pro Carlton guy. For He's the right coach for the situation. Giving it to our rivals. That's one of the things that kind of sucks. I wish we would have had the Blues in our division this year because we are trash. As well as bringing in some guests from the NHL. Please welcome to the show, goaltender Scott Darling. The Eagle himself, Ed Belfort. Brian Bickle. David Boland. Letter Kenny. And the, the show started out with... Uh, basically a beer league hockey team and anybody who loves the game find us on all your favorite podcast apps the hockey podcast network website and on social media at wcb podcast and we are back chase seattle we talked about them before they're finally an official nhl team this is big news yeah i mean it's big news they finally made their final payments uh, so they, they are officially part of the NHL. They can now make trades, sign players. You know, we, we kind of saw back in 2017, Reed Duke was the first player signed to the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I don't know if he's ever gotten NHL games. I know he's gotten call-ups. Um, we might see somebody get signed here in, in the kind of coming days for Seattle. I really don't expect it too much, though. This is kind of a different year, you know. Uh, pandemic, uh, league's not been playing. There's not as much exposure, you know. You can only sign guys that are not owned by NHL teams right now that are eligible to be signed. There's not a whole ton of that out there. So there's not a whole lot for them to judge off of. I don't really expect them to do much. But real quick, I, I want to mention before we, you say anything about Seattle. Uh, this just came in. Uh, the Tampa Lightning have also signed Amir Miffit. I can never say this dude's name. Jeez. 
Miftikov, oh my God, Miftikov, geez Louise, Amir Miftikov is a goalie prospect for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, they, they just signed him starting for next season. I don't know why I struggle with his name. Yeah, well, there you go. There is another goalie signing right there, like you mentioned earlier on. Uh, we expect another one, though, because uh, I don't believe that he's going to be ready for the um, expansion draft or, or at least be no. you know vulnerable for that. So um, very interesting. We should see another goalie signing as well. Um, but back to Seattle, um, you mentioned Reed Duke for Vegas. He has not played a game, unfortunately. Okay. I know that we wanted him to be in the lineup day one, wear the captaincy, but uh, that was not the case. But yeah, Seattle, I'm so excited to see what they do here. Um, the expansion draft was probably the most fun I've had in an offseason when Vegas was here. So uh, like in a long time. So going to be able to see another expansion draft. That's always going to be super fun. So very excited for Seattle. They got some sweet jerseys. I'm rooting for Seattle over Vegas. Uh, tell me what team you guys are on. Are you team Vegas? Are you team Seattle? Uh, you got to pick one. They're both expansions. Uh, I would assume you had fandom of Tampa or another team before them. So um, now that you got two new teams after your fandom, you kind of got to side with one. Chase, which are you siding with? I'll probably lean Seattle. You know, I, I like Vegas. And I like their jerseys and logo and all stuff more than a lot of people did coming in. And I, I've stayed liking it since. But I love Seattle's logo. I love Seattle's jerseys. I love everything they've got going for them. So I'm, I'm going to kind of have to pull for them. Yeah, absolutely. I was one of those people that wasn't the hugest fan of um, their jerseys, at least. I, I like their logo, but just the red that they have in their jerseys, I just couldn't get with. And I know that Vegas, um, those are kind of Vegas colors, you know, gold. They've got the red uh, on the Vegas strip and everything, but I, I don't know. I just couldn't get with it. Just the little thin accents of red. Not my cup of tea, but Chase, let's move on from Seattle. Let's talk about Ilya Kovalchuk, uh, a guy who was in the NHL for quite some time, was a superstar, then went to the KHL, came back to the NHL, went back to the KHL, and now he might be trying to make another return for this NHL playoffs. Yeah, he still doesn't have a Stanley Cup championship, and he wants to win one. So he just won the, the Gregorian Cup in uh, the KHL. So he is coming off a KHL championship that I just mentioned there. He wants to kind of double up on an NHL championship this year, too. Uh, they officially terminated his contract. He's looking for somewhere to sign. Um, I don't know what that whole deal is going to be. I don't know what the official rules are on him signing over for this season. Um, I don't know. If he can't do it for this season, he'll look for it next year. Um, he might be good enough to get an NHL contract. I I probably, like, honestly wouldn't sign him. You know, if you can sign him for, like, a, a league minimum deal, you know, I guess it's whatever. But, like, th there's other players you, you should use roster spots on compared to Ilya Kovalchuk at this point. Well, if he's looking to be competing for a Stanley Cup, uh, we'll probably see him sign with Buffalo here in a couple of days. True. Kind of like kind of like Taylor Hall. What a clown. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if there's a team that needs some depth scoring, then Kovalchuk could come in and, and give a little bit of a help. But yeah, his most recent stint in the NHL wasn't the Ilya Kovalchuk that we all know and love from past. So it's going to be interesting to see where he goes if he does go somewhere um, and try to make that run. Uh, but like I was saying, kind of like a depth role, I would assume that he goes to probably a team that isn't as stacked. So yeah. it might be a little bit tougher for him to win a championship. So we will see about Ilya Kovalchuk, but from one legend to another chase, Ryan Miller, um, my second favorite goalie of all time. I've got a soft spot for him. He went to Michigan State. 
Uh, I loved when he was in Buffalo. He was just an all-star. Then he got traded to St. Louis. That was a little unfortunate. But Ryan Miller did say that he's going to be retiring after this season. Yeah, when you think of those Buffalo Slug jerseys, you know, those black and reds, I mean, he's he's one of the first suits that you think of. And honestly, you just you can picture Ryan Miller playing for the Sabres where, where you know, the black and reds, then he transitioned into, the you know, the blue and gold slug jersey. And he, he's had a, a pretty good career. You know, he's bounced around. Uh, he, he's had some tremendous success. You know, best of luck to him in retirement. He's played for a long time. You know, he's in his 40s now. It's amazing that he's been able to kind of hold up and still do what he does. Uh, he, he's going to go out. Hopefully he can, you know, stay around in some hockey sense because, I, you know, I do love Ryan Miller, too. It'd be cool to see him still kind of working in the game. But we wish him best of luck in retirement. Absolutely. And, Chase, you talked about their red and black jerseys that Buffalo had. By the way, my favorite jersey of all time. Um, I saw Spit and Chicklets they put out there. Would you like if Buffalo went back to these jerseys as like their home and aways? And it was overwhelmingly no. Uh, Interesting. And maybe this is just because I grew up when the Sabres were in those jerseys. That's when I started like first watching hockey was when the Sabres had those just glorious jerseys. Maybe that's why I love them so much. But it was overwhelmingly no. And I was honestly shocked. Um, I, I kind of wish we should we should reach out to the Buffalo Boys and have them take a poll because like I would love to do a poll here, but we're a Tampa podcast. So it'd be a little bit uh, weird if we did Buffalo jerseys uh, like content. But yeah, I thought it was very interesting when Spit and Chicklets put that out and it was just overwhelmingly no. See, I think they should go back to that color scheme, maybe, even though I do like their current color scheme. And I like their jerseys, honestly. But if they went back to that older color scheme, they'd kind of need to revamp the jerseys because they are that classic kind of 2000s look and teams don't really do that anymore. So they would need to find a way to kind of revamp it a little bit. But if they can make it work, then hell, why not? They tried to bring back the the Sabre logo with the uh, Buffalo on the shoulders with uh, one of their new alternates or whatever it was, a reverse retro. I don't remember which one it was, um, but they kept the blue and the yellow and the white. And like, it's fine, but it, it's not as good. Yeah. All right, Chase. Well, let's talk about Jake for Tannen. And this is a, a little bit more of a serious situation here. Uh, he's been put on leave. And when you're put on leave as a, as a sports player and it's not your choice, that, that means there's some bad stuff going on. Yeah, so we, we don't know the full details, but he has been placed on leave for some sort of sexual misconduct. Um, you know, we, we don't want to touch too much on it. We don't know any of the details. We don't want to make any assumptions. Uh, so you know, we, we just want to bring it about. It would be remiss to not at least talk about it for a second. Uh, I, I hope for the case of everybody that it's not true, you know, hopefully he didn't like scar, scar this young woman hopefully he didn't ruin his career but if it is hopefully you know the proper justice is served i'm sure that you know the, the the legal process will play out the way it's supposed to play hopefully it does and we should get a resolution soon absolutely love the way that you put that chase so uh i was going to mention basically the same thing so great job there but let's now talk about the playoff picture uh we do have some teams that have been officially officially eliminated and some teams that have been officially clinched so let's talk about the eliminated teams first uh it is quite a surprise but the senators the sabers the devils and the red wings they've all been officially eliminated with some others but like those four teams quite a shock yeah it's kind of unbelievable i i thought they were the four favorites to win the cup so the fact that they're eliminated it, it's kind of kind of crazy you know i lost probably hundreds of thousands of dollars in future bets i put on them but no 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 this is these are definitely the four least surprising teams, if I had to say. 
Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm honestly just kind of surprised that, like, I, I thought Detroit and Buffalo would be the bottom two, but they're they're not anymore. It, it it's become New Jersey and Columbus. It's it's been just a shit show with those two teams. Yeah, it is kind of shocking, and especially I would have thought Ottawa would have been one of the last place teams as well. They're not last place in their own division. Now, they're six games ahead of Vancouver and only two points ahead of Vancouver. But, I mean, when we're looking at the standings right now, you know, Ottawa's ahead of them, which is uh, pretty interesting. But, Chase, I think the number one team that we should talk about that has been officially eliminated, the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, This is a team that a lot of people had in the playoffs. A lot of people had even winning the division. Um, A lot of excitement around this team. They had a nice little run last year. Uh, However, this year, the goaltending has been absolutely atrocious. Uh, The scoring hasn't even been that great. This is a team that had a lot of hope, but unfortunately, they did not put anything together. Yeah, so their record's 22-22-7, so they're a 500 team because you f- you don't factor in overtime losses for that. Being 500, they have a minus 42 goal, goal differential, so it, it's just been a nightmare in Philly. Even if they found a way to get in the playoffs, they would have gotten shit pumped. You know, Carter Hart's out right now, MCL sprain, I think is what it is. So that's not helping anything either. Even when he was in, he was doing terrible. Well, this division has been, you know, kind of better than I, I imagine, I guess. It, it's really been... Two like two teams really getting beat up on in New Jersey and Buffalo, um, and you know I, I take back what I said because apparently um, I forget New Jersey got a couple wins there, so now they're ahead of Buffalo. But regardless, uh, New Jersey Buffalo are, th- are at the bottom of this, the standings in this division, and Philadelphia is sixth there, but still have a five hundred winning percentage. It's 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 been a pretty even division, but the, the other teams ahead of them are obviously just significantly better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Chase, let's talk about some officially clinched teams as well. We've got. 10, 10 teams already clinched playoffs. Uh, Tampa, Carolina, Florida, Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Washington, the Isles, and Toronto. Uh, obviously, our, our Tampa team, we've talked about them extensively and how, you know, they're a great team. They're on, they're, they're doing better than what they were doing a month ago. However, they aren't on that, what was it, like a 14-game win streak or whatever it was earlier on in the season. Um, so they are doing better. Hopefully they catch fire here. But, Chase, I think the team I want to talk about the most is Minnesota. This is a team that when you look at the standings, we were thinking, oh, it's going to be an easy playoff clinch for Vegas, Colorado, and St. Louis. The question is, Who's going to be that other team? Is it going to be Arizona? Is it going to be Minnesota? Maybe San Jose can revive some of their star players and maybe they get in. But that's not the case. St. Louis, they're still fighting to get in while Minnesota, they've already clinched. Yeah, I mean, I'd be shocked if St. Louis doesn't get in. They got three games in hand in Arizona and are up three points in the standings. So St. Louis should be the other team that gets in here. But Minnesota's 15 points ahead of them with one more game played. Minnesota's plus 27 goal differential is really kind of surprising to me. Um, we knew they were going to be a fun team to watch, you know, once Kaprizov came over and has been doing what he's been doing. But we didn't think they were actually going to be like this good this year. Honestly, they, they've looked in, incredible from the bits that I've watched. You know, they're, they're finally exciting to watch again. Um, they're going to get some guys coming in the next couple of years, too, to make them even more exciting, more fun to watch. And they're going to become, you know, like a legit cup contending type of team. 
Yeah, absolutely. And Kirill Kaprizov, a big reason for some of their success. Uh, they've made a lot of other moves, too, in the last couple of years that has really helped them as well, like Kevin Fiala. Um, so a, a team that you and I, for many, many years, thought was just the most boring team to watch. Uh, they've got a little bit more excitement around them because of these young studs. But, Chase, let's talk about some teams that haven't clinched playoffs yet but we could see clinching playoffs. So I want to go to the East first. This one feels pretty obvious. You have Pittsburgh, Washington, and the Islanders clinched. Boston currently sitting fourth with the Rangers still having a shot. However, the Rangers are back eight points and they're already up two games. I feel like this is an easy Boston clinch. The Rangers can get in as if they win out and Boston loses out and like that, that's just not that's not happening. I, I will safely safely say that's not happening. So the Boston, you know, they, they should be getting in here no problem. I imagine here in the next game or two for Boston, they're officially in. New York and Boston have two games this upcoming Thursday and this upcoming Saturday. So it it's definitely going to be pretty interesting to keep an eye on those games. If leading up to it, Boston loses out and New York wins out. So. Uh, definitely going to be interesting games to keep an eye on. But, yeah, I agree, Chase. It, it feels like an easy Boston uh, clinch there. If we look at our division now, the Central Division, um, you have a couple of teams fighting, Nashville, Dallas, Chicago. However, I, I feel like it's really between Nashville and Dallas. Um, who are who are you pull, not, not pulling for? Who are you going to predict that makes the final spot in Central? I will safely say it's Nashville. You know, Dallas, they're playing us two more times. I think it's going to be two losses for them. So it's really going to pigeonhole them. They're only going to have three more games from there. Uh, and they're already down three points from Nashville. So I, I think Nashville's got this in the bag. That's going to be unfortunate because Dallas plus seven and goal differential while Nashville sitting at minus four. So uh, going to be interesting to keep an eye on that battle as well. Uh, you said you feel pretty safe about St. Louis clinching the final spot in the West. So let's go to the North. This is the most open division. Um, only a couple of teams have been eliminated from contention. Only one team has clinched. So let's talk about the three other teams that you think will be making the playoffs. Uh, do you think it's going to be Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Montreal who are currently sitting in that spot? Or do you think Calgary has a chance to move up? These standings will finish exactly what they are. I, it's going to be Edmonton, second, Winnipeg, third, Montreal, fourth. And I will safely say that. All right. And Montreal, they have a young stud, Cole Caulfield. He got his first goal last night. So oh, yeah. if he can catch some fire, then Montreal could be actually a pretty scary team coming into the playoffs. Uh, however, I'm assuming if the standings do stay the same, they're going to match up against Toronto and uh, round one. And that's that's not a team you necessarily want to go up against, especially in this North Division. Yeah, no. I mean, Toronto's the only legit threat out of this North Division. So I think they're going to breeze right through the first two rounds. Absolutely. Well, Chase, that's going to do it for our look at playoff contention and, you know, playoffs getting el or teams getting eliminated from playoffs, the whole playoff picture. Uh, so we're going to move to hockey name of the day now. Uh, I'm going to scroll down here. We've got Daniil uh, Tretiakovsky. That's pretty good. There you go. That, that yeah, feels that pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah, Daniil Tretyakovsky, he is a 21-year-old uh, forward who just recently retired, actually, from Kazakhstan. Um, you know, he, he didn't play this last season in, in, the, in the Kazakh League, even though he was under contract. I don't know if it was a COVID thing or if he wasn't good enough. But 
if you retired at 21, you know, it's probably because the skill level is not there. So recent retirement, wish you the best of luck. Daniel, we know you're a big listener and listen to every episode. Uh, you know, may, maybe maybe you can decide to come out of retirement. We'll see you in the NHL one day. Big facts. Um, I, I love Russian names that I can pronounce. So, like, when I said I felt pretty good about that, like, I felt really good about it because <laughs> Russian names are just so fun to say. Tretyakovsky. Like, come on. You say it. Listeners right now say it. Tretyakovsky. Tell me you don't love saying that. It's Awesome. Um, Chase, we got to take a look uh, next episode or the episode after. We got to take a look at the U18 tournament because Mafe Mishkov, he's been doing pretty well. I know he got player of the day. Uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or if it was Friday, one of the days. So definitely going to have to take a peek at that once again coming up here in a future episode. But that's going to do it for this episode. So Chase, why don't you hit him with an outro? As always, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, you know we'd really appreciate it. That's not just us that you'd be supporting. It'd be the whole network. It is not required, but it's just another way to show us support and get some more content. If you want to follow us on Twitter, Apple's Broadcast, that is Apple's Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. And you can follow WNP on Twitter as well at WNP Sports Pod. That's WNP Sports Pod. Apple's Broadcast, you can get your Tampa Bay and Hockey Talk the hockey podcast network you can get all the talk within the network uh you get some original content you get some team content and then at wmp you know you get primarily football content might do some hockey stuff here coming up too you know as we're getting into the off season for football more and more but you know we'll, we'll see what, what the cards hold uh check out the hockey podcast network.com find all the podcasts in the network right there boom click the logo listen easy peasy lemon squeezy wherever listening rate us five stars finish your questions comments concerns and don't forget to use code thpn at DraftKings. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.